0: Our reading this morning is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, verses 23 to 35. So, Acts chapter 4, beginning to read at verse 23. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, You made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord, against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was upon them all. There were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distru- distributed to anyone as he had need. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: I hope your heart's not sinking. Oh, an old fogey. (laughs) There's a young man in here. (laughs) Lord, we're opening your holy book. A book anointed and written by your Holy Spirit. Dictated by God the Father vindicated by God the Son and empowered by the Holy Spirit open it Lord in such a way that we will see with eyes that see with ears that hear with hearts that are open that we might leave this place improved more powerful, more effective in your service. Or if, Lord, we've come into this place not really knowing you, that we might leave this place having discovered a risen Lord and Saviour. For we ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. one word to start off with. It's in the 31st verse that we were looking at and it's this word. Focus on it for a moment. And. And's a tremendous word, isn't it? And. Something is going to happen next. And sometimes when I get things wrong and I say something to my wife she says, and you can put it a different way can't you it's a way that can find you out it's a way that can make you stop and think, ooh I want to point out thinking about the Holy Spirit this morning every time the Holy Spirit is mentioned in this word you say you have a look very close after it there's an and because whenever the spirit moves in any way there's always a result there's always an and but the Holy Spirit never moves unless there's a prayer first you have a look this is how it works Is the Holy Spirit a tiny little God? He must be small because he gets inside me. Is that that the thinking? No, it can't be like that, can it? If you open your Bible right at the beginning, what does it say? It talks about God and the Holy Spirit moving on the face of the waters. And... God made the world it tells you and every time it says and after the first day and after the second day and and there's progress progress, progress until it's how God wants it that's the very essence of how God thinks about things he likes things to end up how he wants them and he's looking for that in the hearts of believers the Holy Spirit most of you know your Bibles reasonably well right through the scriptures we find individuals who change the world individuals who prophesy individuals who rule nations in a wise way individuals who do this that and then it moves on doesn't it and, and Jesus comes and he gets baptised and as he's baptised and down comes the Holy Spirit and Jesus begins the most powerful ministry in three years three years he changed the world forever incredible the Holy Spirit was within him. And there came a day when nailed to a cross Jesus had the most awful experience of all one which we should never ever have pleased God. The Holy Spirit was gently sucked out of him and went and left him hanging there He was already in physical agony. He was already in mental agony. Now he's in spiritual agony. The spirit leaves him. And he dies. But he was sinless. And on the third day, resurrection power. Holy Spirit moving up, up becomes, And just as he's leaving to go to sit at the right hand of God the Father, just before takeoff, one of the last things he says is, Pray, disciples, pray. I'll send the Holy Spirit. And on the day of Pentecost, there they were gathered. And they were praying. Lord, please, we've been waiting so long, forty days. Please, when's he coming? And the place was shaken. In he paused. And they're speaking in tongues. Oh, it's one over there. <laughs> Speaking into got the interpretation, it means leave some food, mummy. (laughs) There you are, I've got it straight away. And this Holy Spirit comes down, down, down. And they speak in these these tongues are understandable by every nation that's represented round them. It was a time when Jews came from all over the then world to worship in Jerusalem. And they were migrant Jews, a lot of them. They were coming in and they spoke different languages and they all heard. And they'd brought servants with them who were Gentiles and they understood what was being said as well. Incredible gift, isn't it, tongues? Remarkable. And we know too, that for many... There's a gentle gift of tongues as well which we can use in our private quiet times and at certain other times as the Spirit leads us. And it's a beautiful gift. But it's the least of all of them. But he does it. But it wasn't tongues they needed in Acts 4. They'd done their best to witness and they'd done pretty well. And down had fallen the acts of persecution. And they'd been hauled up before a totally unjust, biased and prejudiced court. Where there was absolutely no hope of being listened to seriously. And no hope of any love or understanding. Ghastly. But God overruled it in such a way that they just couldn't find a way of convicting them. And so they let them off and said don't do it again and they went away and we find them here what are they doing they're doing it again in the right order they are praying 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 Lord please help us and what happens down comes the Holy Spirit again the place is shaken They've had that experience before. But this time it's not tongues. It's straight talk. They spoke the word of God boldly. And I know no other way to speak it. Boldly. And the fact that I can do that is proof in my heart that the Spirit is with me because I am not bold. Bold. I am by nature a nervous person. I, at school, I could not stand in front of a class. I went red, I stammered. In the army, I quivered in terror as I stood in the ranks. I'm not a brave man. Unless I spend a few hours in prayer. And then I'm empowered. Wow, it must be God. And it is. So here we have the Holy Spirit and in he comes. And he comes in so many different ways. So many Christians want more of the same. I will counsel you not to do that. Don't have more of the same. Have more of what God wants. This opens the the door to so many things. And it's a precious, precious thing. If, If we move on a little in the scriptures, we find in Corinthians that there's wonderful teaching about the Lord's Supper now the Lord's Supper the communion as we call it in this church holy communion is only for spirit filled people they are people who have come to Jesus who died for them been cleansed of their sin so that because of that the Holy Spirit can actually come in so the big task is to stay clean isn't it which is one of the reasons we have confessions and if we're clean within washed by the blood of Jesus this Holy Spirit can empower us to spiritual things to the extent now grasp this we can do greater things than Jesus ever did now now, I'm not saying that, the word of God says that. Greater things shall you do in my name. Incredible, isn't it? I find that remarkable. But we need to be like that if we're to be empowered against the rulers of wickedness in this world. We hear so much, don't we, on the news at the moment. We've, got all, we've all got 9-11 in our minds today, haven't we? It's not a coincidence I'm preaching on that day, I'm sure. But normal man, the man outside there, doesn't see it. He doesn't understand that there's a spiritual need in each of us. And if we find Christ as our Saviour and Lord, a Holy Spirit of love, of compassion, of tenderness, of care, of mercy, of forgiveness can flow into us and out of us, enriching the world. But the opposite is true as well we need to realise this if we close ourselves off to the way of salvation and the Holy Spirit we are vulnerable to other spirits who are at work in this world what did you see as the airline flew and crashed into the tower I'll tell you what I saw. I saw a demon-possessed man at the controls of that airplane. Someone who had been totally seduced and hoodwinked by the devil into thinking he was doing a good work by doing that. How, How much more can you be deceived? And one of the things that impressed me most is that that little St. Paul's Chapel, which was right by the towers that came down, other buildings were destroyed around them as they came, stood totally secure with not a single broken window. And God used it as the center for healing in that emergency. Isn't that amazing? The devil was playing an ace. So we've got an important work to do. Being filled with the Spirit is not so we can be happy, clappy. It's not so that we can be, I don't know, a, a church that loves each other so much that we all look after each other and we run a sort of glorified Christian nursing home. That's not what it's all about. What it's all about is having the spirit in us and going boldly out there. Where man has never gone before, almost. That's how it feels. Into, into a, a hostile environment sometimes. But very often not. Very often an open environment, a place where, oh thank goodness you've come and told me I've been wondering about that for years. and that's our job our job is to share our faith and we can't do it unless the Holy Spirit is on us and he will not be on us and use us unless we pray as individuals yes the church is not made up of a congregation the church is made up of individuals who make up a congregation but having been individually filled it is more than possible to come together and to pray together in unity as they did here in such a way that the earth shakes. Far, far more power when brothers and sisters dwell together in unity and love. That's what the Holy Spirit's ministry is all about. Binding us together in love so that we can shake and reach the world just a moment or two looking at what's on offer here in Corinthians after teaching about the Lord's supper we then get teaching about spiritual gifts and that's the way round it needs to be we come to Christ we receive from God Now we're ready to give out. So how do you want to use me, Lord, as an individual? Well, there are different kinds of ways in which I'm going to use you, says the Lord. There are different kinds of gifts and service. To one, I will give A spirit of wisdom. To another, I'll give a spirit of knowledge. To another, faith. To another, healing. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, tongues. ones he' given you. One of the ones he's given me is discerning the spirit. I don't have it all the time, so don't be too alarmed. but I've got it now. and I'm looking. and you're not just a congregation. Some of you hearing what I'm saying are sitting there like this. There were one or two, and I had a few more than this at nine o'clock, who were sitting there like this. Not me. Not me. <laughs> There shall be showers of blessing. (laughs) Spirit of the Living God, (laughs) Paul. How does God want it to be? I'm singing in the rain. I'm singing in the rain soaking in your what a wonderful feeling oh that's how he wants it to be you don't need a brolly as a Christian you want all the blessing God pours down and if it comes down as far well let the fire fall as well because the people of God are led by a pillar of cloud Collow the fire by night. You want to be led? I have been to many churches to preach, and in some of them, I've preached in the whole congregation. It's been like that. And there's the most glorious smell of sanctified mouse droppings in the church. nothing's moving because we don't want change don't we it's not what we want that matters is it it's what God wants I used to be in shipping 50 years ago so you've got to go back a bit in your minds no container ships, forget them my ships had holds and it was a very difficult job I was in outward freight so I had to arrange for all the cars and all the things to arrive at the docks at the right time to go in the different holds and not only that, these had to get off at Lisbon, these had to get off in Las Palmas these were for Rio de Janeiro these were Argentina and there was cargo to be loaded on the way in between oh, what a job, like running a church (laughs) it is terrible job Uh, you never know the end of the work it's it's always something different some new challenge you know and the dockers go on strike and they oh what a job what a job but the wonder of it was we were moving things that people wanted to where they wanted them trying to meet their needs and be a blessing to them, taking on other stuff to take to be a blessing to others and we kept moving on but every now and then we arrived in the harbour and we tied up and we loaded and we unloaded the difficulty is when the crew says oh we're half like Rio de Janeiro it's wonderful, we'll stay here forever and they don't cut the mooring ropes and they don't move on so the blessing stops reaching the people that need to hear it and the churches with the umbrellas up are doing just that we mustn't be like that I'm not suggesting that we are but I'm just saying be warned there will always be people who will put their hand up and vote against something Shropshire is a terrible place for that they vote against everything don't they I mean, you suggest anything. There's a committee with banners saying, no, I can't, you know, it's, it's, and it's like that in, in church sometimes. We mustn't do that. We mustn't stifle our young people. We've got to let them come forward. We've got to develop these gifts. And it's not easy to use spiritual gifts in an Anglican church because actually there's almost a law against it. If you interrupt the service of divine worship, the wardens can arrest you. They've got a power of arrest, you know that? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it's good, frankly, I'll be honest with you, the best place to explore your spiritual gifts is to get into little groups, house groups. That's a good place to learn. A good place to experiment a bit with others and to move on in this Holy Spirit I'm talking about because I'm not being vague I'm being personal and I do know about these things and I want you to know about them too and so does God and so does Jesus so seek the Spirit in prayer he'll come in he won't fail you he'll be there Ask him to show you what gift you've got. Then get back to prayer and say, give me the strength to use it. And if you can find someone else with a similar feeling, become a prayer partner and get together. And before you know where you are, you'll be a Susie or a Martin out in I don't know where. You'll be a Derry in Moldava. You'll be a Domini in the Czech Republic. Where did I find the courage to go behind the old iron curtain? Where did you find it? We were scared stiff. Why don't we, you scared stiff? Yes, they were scared God gave. God gave. The calling. God gave the confidence. It all comes from him. And to him be the glory. May He discern and discover that in you. May you be willing so that day by day you can walk in the power and guidance of the Holy Spirit of God. If you do that, what a difference you will make. God bless you.